0: This is Colorado Springs with Kevin James Bond. I'm a real estate agent who talks about Colorado Springs, real estate, city news, and my favorite spots. Come along. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going over the Colorado Springs and beyond housing statistics. So this is for PPAR, the Pikes Peak Association of Realtors. We have listings mainly in Colorado Springs, but there's a few in the surrounding areas as well. So these is going to be the stats for March 2023. So you can see what's been going on in the housing market, all up through March. Where are we at and is it in a great place? Is it in a bad place? Are home prices going up or down? Do we have home sales anymore? Check it out. Hey everybody, today we're going over the Colorado Springs and beyond housing statistics. So this is for PPAR, the Pikes Peak Association of Realtors. We have listings mainly in Colorado Springs, but there's a few in the surrounding areas as well. So this is going to be the stats for March 2023. So you can see what's been going on in the housing market all up through March. Where are we at? And is it in a great place? Is it in a bad place? Are home prices going up or down? Do we have home sales anymore? Check it out. Before we get into the report itself, I wanted you to see the visual. The visual is so important you can see we're looking at and this is for all sales for all of march 2023 this is mainly in the colorado springs area you can see 1174 sales that we're looking at for march there were 16 sales in denver one near montrose way on the west side of the state uh there's a few south of pueblo 11 and there's four halfway between pueblo and lamar so for the most part that there's a denver MLS that covers Denver and a lot of the northern half of the state, and then there's also the Pueblo MLS, which covers Pueblo uh, Pueblo West and some surrounding areas, but each area of the state generally has its own MLS which stands for multiple listing services is the service that real estate agents put homes for sale in so when you see homes come out on Zillow, homes.com, realtor.com those are all syndicating straight from the MLSs which the agents are using they're not putting them on Zillow necessarily if you're selling it by yourself you know by owner you might do that but the MLS is where those, these listings are coming from. And so because it's on its own system, you have the ability to collect data like this, analyze it and use it for the purposes of. You know, what is happening with the housing market here and how can I use that to make my own financial or real estate decisions? This is information through showing time. So this is the service that is linked into our MLS. So generally how we schedule showings. Uh, So in showing time, you can see how often homes are getting shown. That is fascinating information. So for the whole month of March, we have 13,982 total showings. Uh, There was uh, a weekly average of 3,157.23 showings. So a little over 3,000 weekly average showings. The average showings per listing is 8.75. So 8 to 9... Uh, showings per week per property. Now, back in January and before, uh, actually in January timeframe show properties were getting about four showings per week on average. And then December and before it was like two a week or maybe less. So the market was definitely a lot slower. And now it's picked back up. People are interested in looking at property again, saying, hey, we might have hit the bottom. And I tend to agree like, yeah, judging from the numbers we've seen over the you know January to March, it does appear at least in Colorado Springs that home prices are starting to go back up again. Here, this is a running cumulative summary of the average and median sales prices for single family homes within the PPMLS. So, again, for the most part, Colorado Springs, but there are a few outliers here and there. Uh, so, for March 2023, uh, there were a total Number uh, uh, 1,480 total active listings, 1,075 total number of sales, uh, and then year to date, uh, March 2023, uh, 2,591 total number of sales. The average sales price for March five hundred twenty three thousand nine hundred seventy two dollars. The median sales price four hundred sixty thousand dollars, and you can see in here if you look down at the chart that's going up. You know the uh, the media, uh, We'll take the uh, the average. The average of five hundred twenty three thousand in March. In February it was five hundred thousand. January five hundred twenty five thousand. But in December four hundred ninety thousand. November 525,000, October uh, 532,000, September 523,000. And so there's this high point in the summertime uh, that you get to of, uh, let's say, April, actually. April was 561,000 average, and May of 2022 was 554,000. So it went down... Uh, in that December-January timeframe, and then it's starting to come back up again. So all the losses that people incurred—if you bought at the height of the market and now you're worried about losing your, you know, equity or your money—it's uh, coming back. It looks like it's coming back. And so that's my expectation for the summertime. If those numbers are going to trend back up. They're not going to go down all of a sudden summertime, you know, unless there has to be a black swan event for something like that to happen. And I mean, you, I. That could happen, but I mean that's wishful thinking because we have to deal with what we have right now. And this is the information, which is that home prices are going back up in Colorado Springs for the summertime. Now, this is RSC's listing and sales summary for March two thousand twenty-three. RSC stands for Realtor Services Corporation. This is the team that oversees the Pikes Peak MLS. So, same you know group of you know same team uh so this is march 2023's information so on the left you've got all homes and on the right you've got existing homes so you know pre-existing homes versus to be built homes or brand new construction homes that are selling so that's you know everything is on the left so if you want to delineate between the two certainly you can you can look at that um, for all homes you had 1,075 sales for March of 2023. For existing homes, you had 963. So, you know, that should tell you you had about 100 homes, uh, you know, new construction sale homes in March. Uh, The average sales price uh, for all homes was $523,972 in March and for existing homes, not new construction, that uh, average was five hundred ten thousand three hundred eighty-six dollars. Median sales price for March for all homes: four hundred sixty thousand. Median sales price for existing homes: four hundred fifty thousand. There was a total number of fourteen hundred eighty active homes for sale in March. Uh, all homes, existing was eleven hundred thirty. So again. Another 100 homes uh, for new construction. Now that's all for single-family homes. There were also new construction condos and townhomes. So let's look at that. There's uh, 162 new condo and townhome sales for all of the Pikes Peak region. There were 148 of those were existing properties. So very few, you know, what is that, 10, 12, you know, 15... Uh, proper, you know, condos and townhomes that are new construction that sold during that month. Uh, it's not a big, you know, demographic. We don't have a lot of condos and townhomes here in Colorado Springs that may change in the near future as, as building continues. The average sales price for condos and townhomes, um, for all of them, $356,192. For existing ones, not new construction, the average sales price was $348,089. Median sales price was $340,000 for all condos and townhomes, $335,000 for existing condos and townhomes. So the new ones don't have seem to have a hugely uh, bigger value than the pre-existing ones. Now, to date, there as of the end of March, there have been 3,350 new listings. And if you want to compare that to -to year-to-date in 2022, by this time 2022, there were 4,196 new listings. So we're trending a little bit less than we were last year in terms of the inventory that's available for sale. Number of sales... Uh, year-to-date has been 2,591 for everything, all properties, pre-existing, and new construction. And for uh, 2022, at the end of March, there were a total of 3,432 new sales. So that is a 24.5% difference year-over-year for Number of sales. We've had a 24.5% decrease in sales, and we have had a 20.2% decrease in new listings. So both have decreased, but sales not quite as much as the new listings. To be expected, there's low inventory here. There were a total of 550 new condo and townhome listings. The prior information was for single family. And Last year, at the end of March, there were a total of 640 new listings, so a 14.1% drop, 356 total condo and townhome sales year-to-date at the end of March this year, versus at the end of March 2022, you had 568 sales. So that's a 37.3% drop. Average sales price for condos and townhomes was 352,000 versus last year it was 362,976. So 3% less. The average sales price for single family homes year over year has dropped 2.9% from what it was last year. The median By median sales price, it's dropped 3.2%. So we've had about a 3% drop in home prices year over year. And I'm not really as interested in year over year because it's been a weird year. And I'm expecting home values to long-term continue to appreciate as they always have. Might that change? Uh, it could, I suppose. But unlikely, given demand is still high. For condos and townhomes, the average sales price dropped... Year over year, six point seven percent, and uh, the median sales price dropped six point eight percent. So the value of condos and townhomes has dropped a little bit more than for single family homes year over year. Again, uh, because there was so much value appreciation over the past uh, six eight months, or you know or six or eight months ago, and now it's coming back down. Uh, that doesn't surprise me that there's going to be a little bit of a drop. Now we get into the fun part, the charts. This is where you will see the homes for sale. Uh, You'll see this chart here from March of 2022 to March of 2023. So you see the number of sales slowly rise up through the summertime and get to that peak of the 2600s per month. And then you come back down in November, December timeframe, and you have a lower number of sales. This is seasonal. I expect to see this. This is not anything really surprising. This is the number of new listings for each March from 2019 to 2023. So, 2019, you had 1,525 total sales in March. 2020, you had 1,820. 2021, you had 1,620. 2022, you had 1,834. And 2023, you had 1,414. So you've had a little bit of up and down over the past several years. And yes, this is a lower number of sales this March this year uh, than what we have had in the past several years. But I don't consider it to be a lot less, you know, 2020 and 2022 were big years for sales. And so you'll see March, it's 1800 for each of those Marches. And the rest of the year 2019, 2021, I would have considered to be more normal years where the market wasn't quite as frenzy as it uh, was during 2020 and 2022. So to compare this year of 1,400 sales versus 2019 at 1,500 and 2021 at 1,600, that seems to be more in line with what we're expecting to see. But again, yes, it's a little bit less, but it is not a huge decrease. The market has not gone away. The housing market is still here. People are still buying and selling property. This is the total number of under contracts for march again we're comparing 2019 to 2023 so again you see 2019 you had 22100 under contracts almost the same for 2020 starts to rise a little bit in 2021 come back down 2022 and now you have 1700 under contracts in 2023 it's 1738 um, again a lower amount noticeably a little bit lower but it's still a good chunk of sales it's almost as many sales as what we've had in the past several years the average days on market has gone up yes year over year in march uh the average days on market for property was 14 days it came down to 10 days in june and then after that started shooting back, shooting up uh, uh till we get to february or was it a high of 54 days before it finally reached the maximum or the I guess the tippity top of how long property was going to stay on the market, because now in March, it's come down to 48 average days on market. So it looks like, again, I think we hit that high point or the low point of prices, however you want to look at it, um, because we hit the high point of days on market. and Now it's coming back down. This is the total number of sales year to date. So this is January, February, March. So the first three months of the year, we're comparing it year by year and, you know, 2,500, almost 2,600 sales this year, you know, up to January through March, 2023. This time last year, you had 3,400 sales, 3,200 for 2021, 3,100 for 2020, 3,000 for 2019. So, um, one more thing of yep, fewer sales, fewer listings, fewer under contracts, but not too much fewer. This is the number where I see yes, there is a bigger discrepancy in total number of sales here. We are getting more listings and we are getting more under contracts, but we don't quite have the more sales yet. We do, we do, but it's not as big. The difference here is bigger. There are fewer sales. So that's just my take on property is sitting on the market longer and they're under contract, but they have not quite sold yet. And this is the average and median sales prices. Uh, average is in blue, median is in red. And again, we're looking from March t- of 2022 to March of this year. So you can see the, <laughs> the average and median prices uh, having their... Peak in the summertime, you know, spring and summertime, and then those values uh, basically just start shooting down uh, all the way through December. You see a little pick up in January, comes back down February uh, a little bit. But overall is, you know, a little higher Then comes up in March. So uh, as a visual, yes, we came down. And now after some hemming and hawing throughout the early winter, we are now back on the rise. And this is the uh, residential home sales. The bluish white is single family and the red is condos and townhomes. So, um, the number of sales as a graph or as a chart here that you can see. Uh, so, uh, we're looking at actually two years of data here. So March of 2021 and then right in the middle is where you hit March of 2022 and at the end is, you know, March of this year. So, uh, we have, we see the seasonal trend, seasonal trend in, uh, 2021 up through the summer months. You have a higher number of sales comes back down for the winter, comes back up for the summertime. Not as high as July of 2021 for sales during that summertime. And it drops off more sharply through the latter half of 2022. As I think more buyers just pull out of the market and decide that they're going to wait this market out. This one is interesting because it shows you the percentage of properties that took a price reduction in March. So, and this breaks it out by uh, the price point. So, uh, zero to two hundred thousand, two hundred to three hundred k, and then it goes up by a hundred thousand in, uh, dollar increments. So, but you know what? Uh, what we're going to focus on here is the percentage pr- uh, with the percentage of properties that took a price reduction um, for all of these ranges, uh, there's nothing in the zero to 200 K range. And there's very little in the above 2 million range. So barring those two, for the most part, it's 25, 26% average. Uh, of properties so almost a quarter of properties or more uh that took a price reduction before they finally sold so the average uh reduction percentage so how much that price reduction was uh in the 2 to 300k range that was a 5% reduction and the 3 to 400k uh, three to 400 K range, 3%, uh, four to five, 2%, and then three, 3.3, 1.9, 2.7 in the 1 million to $2 million range. So, you know, but 3% on average, you know, maybe four or 5% if it's on that lower end, uh, is what that price reduction, uh, looked like on average. And then this is just uh, a bonus for funsies. I'm going to look at the most popular listing in the MLS uh, this week, anyway, uh, which is 1980 Walnut Creek. So it had the most views. So I wanted to take a look at it and see what makes this property so special. Uh, Listed uh, for 950,000 in Flying Horse uh, and Palermo. Uh, It's uh, been on the market for 11 days. Uh, you've got, looks like, some open space behind it. That's nice. Uh, this is built in 2019, almost 4,000 square foot ranch with a full basement, three-car garage, four-car, uh, I'm a four-bed, three-bath, uh, it's a 9,000 square foot lot. Yep, backs up to open space. Very nice. Okay, let's take a look at some pictures of this place. That's nice. Nice and open. Looks like laundry is on the main level. Pantry, yes. Love it. Ooh, I love that. I showed uh, a house like this to uh, some people looking to buy, and these those doors, oh, they're on both sides, here, I'm sure. Yeah, you can see it on both. You can open these doors at the corner, and it's just, their door windows, and you just have this huge open patio that you can walk out onto. Um, yeah, that's really nice. So you've got a little kind of sectioned-off dining area, fireplace, living room, open kitchen, you can see everybody, nice big island, that's great. you got your separate pantry, yes, fridge is tucked out of the way. Nice. The floors looked nice. Yeah. Some high-quality laminate or maybe some wide plank uh, wood. Maybe even tile, actually. I didn't look to see what the floors are. There it is. That's what it looks like open. Look at that. That's nice. You just get that view and maybe some mountain view. I can see some little mountain on the left. Okay. The other property, when you walked out, I mean, it was fairly flush. You stepped down maybe a couple of inches onto the, um, I think it was a deck, actually. So, yeah, this here, you've got a bigger step down and these two wood steps that they added, looks like. And then a patio. So if you added a deck here, actually, I think that would be nicer to step out onto. Oh, look above there. You can see they have a little pull-down thing, looks like, to shade the room behind it if you want. Nice walk-in shower. So, okay, you can towel off in that little area. I have seen that. Okay, I think it was the other house too that I showed. It was in the same neighborhood as this one that had that same feature too. Yep. Oh, it looks like your laundry's connected to the master. Nice. Basement looks great. Wet bar, sink. Great. It's not a walkout, but I mean, it's nice. You know, you've got, you can do it. Hey, look, big open storage space. I like that too. There's your uh, backyard, you got a little tier to it. That's what we, we have something like that in our backyard. We have a tier as it slopes up from the backyard. Um, looks like some usable space, that's nice. Oh, what? Oh! They colorized that lawn! I did not know that. I didn't realize, okay. Are they just showing you, like, before and like, what it would look like if it was green? Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't even think about the fact that everything's dead right now. Oh, that's trippy. Okay, so yeah. I mean, the grass is all there. Looks like it'll come back, no problem. Sweet. Okay, it says luxury vinyl flooring. That's what it is on the main level. I mean, it, it's it's a great, you know, flooring. There's nothing wrong with that. It'll be great for your dogs. And then this one is not on a... This one literally came up, like, maybe a half hour ago. It showed up, and there's no pictures. It's is an investor special, and they're not... The interior basically looks... A mess. It's going to need some work. Um, so this one came up, but it's only $250,000 for this house, which is a four-bed, two-bath, 1,800-square-foot house built in 1965. It's on the southern side of town, Pikes Peak Park, just south of the uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Bypass, or 24, I guess I would say. Um, so just west of the airport. Um, and yeah, it's going to need some work. And I'm showing it later today, actually, but I I wanted to, it's in foreclosure, sold as is, uh, and there's not much info about it just because, you know, it's, you're not going to want to see it (laughs) unless you're there in person and you can see kind of, you know, what what it's going to entail. So you see, you know, just a quick front picture. Hey, there's a nice view you get, you know, from this deck that's clearly going to need to be sanded at the very least and repainted. Uh oh, you can see the roof up there, those shingles up there on top of this covered porch. I'm ass- may- I'm assuming are connected to the roof, but if that's any indication of what the condition of the overall roof is in. Um yeah, you could see, you know, they kind of took some parts of the ceiling out of here or you know, close to the ceiling. Um I don't know if these uh, anything is salvageable, but yeah, there's going to need some work. There's not a whole lot to look at just because it's something you should see in person. But for 250 k if you have the ability and know-how to do some heavy work to get a home turned around... Here it is. I hope this information was helpful. Please click the like button if you did find it helpful. And I'm a licensed realtor in the state of Colorado. If you're looking to purchase or sell some property here in the Colorado Springs area, let me know that and I would be happy to help you. Thanks for listening. If you liked this podcast, please give it a like and subscribe. Have a sunshine day.